Aloha, everyone. It's Dr. Lisa Hartwell. Welcome to Anxiety Ease, the show that reveals a calm mind is an organized mind, and an organized mind is a calm mind. We'll make it fun and inspirational with a bit of learning the neuroscience and the real reason some of us keep pushing on professionally, good or bad, at the expense of leading life with inner peace. Aloha. Welcome back. I wanted to uh, talk today about uh, reminding you that my upcoming book launch is coming out August 16th. So it'll be ready for, uh, you know, the Kindle special that they have. I think it's $1.36 or some funny number like that. Um, You can also get paperback, but uh, the Kindle is going to be available August 16th, as well as the paperback. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the um, the grounding of what created this particular book. And one of the things that I always talk about and what is throughout the book this time is a three-step method that I call the RBA method and the importance of in the process of managing our high-functioning anxiety. I talk about a three-step process and that first step is fundamental. Because if we kind of miss this first step, then the other two kind of fall flat. And that particular first step is finding your anchor, finding your roots into what makes you feel like you're solid and grounded and able to grow whatever that is for you. And one of the things I want to talk about as an anchor is why that's important for our brains to be able to manage anxiety. And when I think about an anchor, I always think about something that has meaning for us as an individual. In other words, my anchor is probably not the same as yours. Your anchor is most definitely not the same as someone else's. So you know how a lot of people talk about, well, you know, go find something that that helps you feel grounded. Go for a walk. Go for a walk with your feet in the ground, in the sand here in Hawaii, or in the grass, just you know, getting in the, as part of the earth. But what if you can't just leave work or leave your business or leave your family for the moment when you're having an anxious moment and go find an anchor? And if that anchor works for you, right? If you're just being able to go for a walk that that grounds you. Well, one of the things that I always come up with is I always talk about your five senses. So you really finding an anchor in one of those five senses and practicing using those while you're having anxiety and or even more importantly, pair one of those while you're actually going for a walk sometime. Because then that way, when you're not necessarily on your walk, you've paired that association in your brain with that particular anchor. So let me give you a couple examples. And I kind of wore some of them today just to kind of give you an idea. So one of the ways that high-functioning anxiety for me kind of creeps up is, um, believe it or not, even though I love to talk and I love to speak and do workshop and trainings and it's just something I love to do, I always get... um, the fluttering feeling where I would like to run off of the stage uh, for about two or three minutes. And I kid you not, my heart is racing. Um, I usually get a little bit of sweaty palms. And more importantly, I feel like my throat is closing up. Um, And you don't want that when you're getting ready to speak, right? So I have learned 
um, over the years to uh, techniques to be able to ground myself and to be present and to be mindful in those moments. But prior to that, and even during that, what I do is I always wear very anchoring things that work for me. And one of those that I always wear with anything that had to do with my prior book, Bad Apples, and my my context of my book and my trainings is all about how we exist with nature, how we can learn a lot from nature, how we can be one with nature and uh, essentially follow nature's path on how it grows and develops. And I happen to use an apple uh, orchard. So way back when, in 2014, when I had published my first book, one of my friends, I was looking all over for apple jewelry, couldn't find it. It is the craziest thing that you can't find apple jewelry. In fact, um, I had, this is, I'll save this story for another day, but (laughs) I was speaking at a conference, hadn't even seen my book yet, and I was uh, looking all over for apple jewelry. And this was about 10 years ago, so maybe there's more now. But I was lamenting to one of my friends about that. And she says, okay, well, I'll look around. And at the time, she was living in uh, D.C. And uh, lo and behold, she mailed me this necklace. I don't know if you can see this. Let me hold it still. Yes, it's a beautiful gold-plated apple on a very long, beautiful chain. Amazing, right? Oh, I cried when uh, she sent this to me because it has been a number one anchor for me every single time I do a talk. And uh, it is because it reminds me so much of the love and the care and the connection and the belief and the hope that it was all going to be fine because of this one piece of jewelry. And so it is just an anchor for me whenever I show up. Another one is my apple scarves, and these are beautiful silk um, apple scarves. And um, I have a fabulous um, office here in Hawaii, and I have the most amazing landlords you could ever hope to have. I've known them now for going on almost 14 years, and um, the the wife of the landlord is Chinese. They have an accounting business here, and they were so excited about the first book and everything. And she got online and she found me these scarves. And um, I don't even know how she found them, but she knew where to look. They came all the way from China. Um, they happened to be Chinese, so she must have known where to look. And she ordered me six of these scarves. And they were something like $3. And it was just amazing. And got one in every different color combo of red and black and black and red and white and black. <laughs> and all this. So I wear this scarf every single time I do a talk as well. Very grounding, very anchoring. Again, to know that somebody put that much thought and effort and kindness and love um, into helping me up level and grow and develop in this, in this path that I chose is phenomenal to me. Now, believe me, I give back as well. Um, so for me to be able to have this reciprocity between each other is so grounding, is so anchoring, and so full of love. And if you can find that for yourself, that is going to be the number one step in your anxiety ease plan as you move forward in working through every single time you have to work through that high-functioning anxiety in your life. Whether it be something professional, whether it be something personal, it is the place to start. 
So I just wanted to share that first step in my three-step method with you today. And I will be back tomorrow with some more fun little ideas. All right. You have a fabulous day. Aloha. And I will see you tomorrow. Okay. That's a wrap for this week. The Anxiety Ease podcast is produced by myself and the music is provided by Pixabay. For more episodes or to get in touch anytime, you can visit my website, drlisahartwell.com. And if you do like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Also, if you want to see where you fall in the continuum of your high-functioning anxiety, head on over to the link that's found in the show notes, heartwellanxietyassessment.com.